second baseman Cano. The Yankees are back on top. World champions for the 27th time. What is going on, ladies and gents? It's your boy here, and we are getting ready for our first official Yankees Passion Podcast. I am coming at you. I am excited. I am more than excited. I am, I am, I am, I am, I don't even know what word to use. Uh, I'm thrilled because you know why? It's baseball season, and, and, and baseball offseason is too goddamn long. It's just too long. I understand it. I know why it's long, but it's too long for for me because I am one of those people that just need baseball in my life at all times. Um, oh, I, I I'm just glad that you know first games, uh, first spring training game is not that far away. Um, it's going to be an exciting year. Uh, I'm looking forward to good things. Um, Especially with the podcast, uh, I, I I always have a lot of thoughts uh, after games and stuff like that, and um, I'm j- I'm just happy to start doing this and, and giving you guys some great content. Uh, trust me, people that know me know that uh, I'm very, very. There's a reason why it's called Yankees Passion. It's not because I thought it was just a nice name. It's because I am very, very, very passionate about this team. Um, I grew up watching them. I, I when they lose, I'm pissed. And I'm very pissed. Um, and when they win, I'm thrilled. And that's just that's that's probably to me that should be the definition of any fan, really. Um, that's a topic I can even get into uh, to start off, uh, because like I said, I do want to start off very not necessarily um, you know topic by topic. Uh, I don't want to kind of ramble, but I want to start with I could start with this. Um, if you're a fan, okay, I, I hear this many times because of the way I am too. If you're a fan of a team, okay, and they start losing, and I'm saying losing, I'm not saying they lose a couple of games and stuff like that, and they're comp- they're competing. I'm saying they're losing. They're losing big time, um, game after game, after year after year, or whatever. Um, if you continue to watch that team and and buy that merchandise. Um, I have no, I, I don't feel sorry for you for, for not winning. I don't feel sorry for your team. Um, that's not a fan to me. That's really not a fan. Uh, that's a, that's a cheerleader. If you want cheerleading, go, go to high school sports. You can watch them. That's what a cheerleader is. Um, th- to me, that's not a fan. And I, and, and if I was a professional player, mind you, I did, I was never, I never played professionally, but, um, I did play from when I was young all the way up. Uh, I, if I ever played professionally, I, I would never, I wouldn't want fans like that. That would be boring to me. I, if my team is consistently, if, it's like, uh, if my team is like in last place, okay, or in fourth place by like 20, 30 games, and then we happen to hit a home run or come back in a game and I see my fans cheering and cheering, I'm going to be like, dude, we haven't accomplished shit. So we won one more game. Big deal. We suck. Okay, like I, I don't understand why you guys think that that's a real fan. You guys call if, uh, 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 when somebody stops watching a team when they consistently lose. You know, you call that, uh, uh, what do they call that? What's the word that they use? It's such a stupid word. Uh, um, uh, 
uh, I don't even know it. I don't even remember the name of the uh, that they use it, but uh, that's not a fact. I want uh, when the if the Yankees are gonna like they, the one year that they lost the play, when they were out of the playoffs, like uh, what was it, 2015, 16? I don't know. I forgot what. Yeah, I know it was like a few years ago when they didn't even make it to the playoffs. Um, that they were out of the playoffs by like mid-season. Um, you know what I did? I didn't watch another goddamn baseball game since that since I felt that they were out of it. That was it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit there and watch a team when I know that they're just they're going nowhere. It's it's fucking pointless. And that's not a real fan. If you do, I'm sorry. It's not. What happens is you first of all you have to put yourself in in, in the shoes of an owner. Okay, let's say you're the owner of a baseball team. You have fans. You have players. Okay. You're running a business practically, okay? Just like any other business. Say you're running a business, uh, 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 you have people coming in constantly to buy your merchandise, same, watch your games, uh, buy tickets. So you must be thinking, oh, I'm not changing shit. Everything's going great. Why would I change anything? Why would I spend more money? Why would I try and change anything if everybody's continuously coming to watch or, or continuously coming to buy my garbage? Okay, that's the exact same mentality, and I don't blame them for having that mentality. Why would they change? If you're a millionaire, and, 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 and people are continuously giving you more money, even though you're giving them a shit product, why the hell are you going to fucking change that? Why? There's no reason to. Why are you, you going to reach into your pocket and spend more money for fans that are going to come anyway? No, what's going to happen is, say, now let's go on the other side. You don't go to the games. You stop buying merchandise. You don't give a shit about the team when they suck. Let's go in that route. Okay, now you're an owner. Shit. Ticket sales went stre- extremely down this year. Fucking, I'm losing money big time. Nobody's coming to our games. Nobody's buying shit. The, my team is not being talked about at all. There's no hype around it. It's, it's a dying breed. Remember, this is a breed. You're, you're, you're a, a brand. That's the word. This is a brand that you're trying to, to, to capitalize on. You're trying to get on a brand. The Yankees as a brand. That's a brand. You're trying to get people to enjoy that team, the stadium, the, the merchandise, the, the, the concession stands, all that. That's how you make your money. Okay. When you see people are not doing that because you continuously put out a garbage fucking product, you know what you're going to do? Shit, I better change quick because I'm tired of losing money. You're going to start changing shit, you know? You're going to say, hmm, let me try and get some people in. Now, I'm not saying go crazy in free agency. I understand it's a business too. But God damn it, I see teams that don't even, like, there, there's two, three years where they'll just, I'm not buying no free agents. I'm not doing shit. We're just going to keep waiting to draft. Okay, yes, you need your young talent. Believe me, I'm going to get into that too. Yankees have a lot of young talent. That's a great thing. Don't get me wrong. But how did the Yankees get some of that young talent? Gleyber Torres, guess what? Got him from a trade, from getting a free agent. They got a fucking, well, they got, they got Chapman in a trade. Let me rephrase. But, but, but getting big names, getting big names, and then getting that return from them. Now, I'm not saying... Every, you're not going to get that lucky every single time. I understand. But God damn it. you you, you, you got to spend a little money too. Don't be such a fucking cheap asshole. you got to spend a couple. you got to get some free agent. Don't just sit there when your team is in the last place every fucking year and do nothing. And then expect fucking fans to still... I mean, that, that, that's, that's, that's retarded. So, um, in that case, okay, I, I, I wanted to make that point before I start on, on what I'm going to talk about today because I get that a lot because um, I do that with other sports too. I know this is a Yankees podcast, but uh, 
quick quick uh, no I'm, I'm a devils fan and um devils are in that situation and uh, i stopped watching the games about uh probably mid-january that was it i'm not gonna watch it that's the last thing i'm gonna talk about another sport like i said this is yankees podcast but um i just wanted to make that point very clear because that there's a lot of confusion about that with with, with fans of other sport teams um uh, I don't want to single anybody out, um, but I, I hear it a lot from other teams that, that, that pretty much have shitty teams. <laughs> and, and it's almost like, okay, it has to be jealousy because um, your teams suck and you're continuous, you, know, you're, you continuously support them. So what the fuck do you want to, why do you want them to change? Anyway, uh, let's get to it. Um, yes, as you can see here, um, I have a ball in my hand. Uh, I'm not going to keep it in my hand. This is actually... Um, a little inside joke that me and my dad have. I wanted to start this off right um, because I, I do want to contribute a lot of this to to my dad, um, and uh, he's gonna laugh. He's gonna laugh and be annoyed that I'm holding a ball right now. But he, he th this has to do with a little inside thing. Um, but yeah, this has contributed a lot to my dad. My dad got me into baseball as a child. Um, put me into you know playing little league and watching the Yankees when they were actually like the 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 ultimate Yankees. Um, so a lot of this passion, all of this is, 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 is because of him. Um, he, he, you know, he got me into it. I went to, uh, right from the beginning of the, the podcast, you have the, uh, intro where I have, um, Aaron Boone hitting that home run in game seven of the 2003 ALCS. Um, I went to that game with him. Me and my dad went to that game uh, spontaneously. It wasn't even like we we bought tickets or, or we got very lucky. I was I remember the day like yesterday. I was walking home from school. I was walking home from school and he called me and he says, "Hey, guess what?" I said, "Why?" He goes, "You want to go to the game tonight?" I said, "What game?" I'm thinking in my head, "There's no way he's talking about the fucking ALCS game." I said, "There's no way." And he goes, "The ALCS." I said, "No way." And he goes, "Yeah, I got uh, he got tickets from uh, a family member of mine." that happened to have them and gave them to my dad. Um, and then he, he said, you want to go? I was, I was like, there's no way this is real. There's no way I'm going. I still remember the day like yesterday. It was such a great time. Um, we got to go and my dad was, see, this is the crazy thing. I even laugh about it today because I would kind of be in his area too. But um, he, uh, by the, if you remember that game, and I think it was like the fifth or sixth inning, we were getting clobbered by Boston. I mean, and we were losing like five nothing, six. I don't know, something like crazy. I have to remember watch back the game, but I know we were get, getting beat up. It didn't look like we were hitting at all. Um, they were getting hits and hits, and uh, and, and and we were at the at the point where we were like, we're about to leave if this shit doesn't change quick. Um, and I was actually, you know, young and naive. I was telling him like, no, let's wait. Let's wait a little bit longer just to see what happens. Right after I said that, bang, everything just started, you know, happening. Uh, hits after hits. Giambi with a couple of home runs that, that, that people don't remember that. Uh, Giambi was a huge contributor to that too, because he had a couple of those big home runs in, uh, in the ALCS. Um, Mariano pitched, what, two innings, two or three innings. Um, which is like for Mariano, that was like you don't pitch Mariano for a couple innings unless it's in this situation. Which of course, thank God we did because he she shut the door for those couple innings that we needed it. Um, and so that 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 uh, what I'm trying to get to the point is is that um, this is all owed to my dad. My dad got me into baseball. He got me into loving everything about the Yankees. The, the he you know the passion that I have inside me is because of all of that. That's what really started the fire right there. That game was like. 
leaving that state, first of all, we thought, and this is the truth, 100% no lie, we thought after that, fi- that home run, okay, it got so loud and so hectic in that stadium. First of all, we were sitting in the upper, upper decks, okay, on the, I think it was a third base side, in between third base, uh, well, actually, it might have been even by third base. I don't know if it was in between home plate or third, or we were a little bit past third base, but I think, I know we were in the upper, upper decks on that side, upper decks, okay, top of the top, um, and people were jumping so much, okay, mind you, this was the old stadium, that shit was old, okay, the fuck, it, we, when people were jumping, my dad grabbed me, because we both felt the, 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 the floor shaking from people jumping, I am not exaggerating this, it, it was that kind of uh, of an atmosphere in that stadium when that when that when that ball and and not only that but uh, my dad called that because and it was kind of weird because at that time we had this guy Aaron Boone he was okay you know he was more there for defense than anything else for third base I mean he was not known for his bat as much but my dad at that time knowing baseball the way he did he literally called it when he was coming up to bat he says oh he goes Freddie uh, Aaron Boone this guy right here. Um, he he loves the knuckleball, as you know. Wakefield was the one that came in for the uh, bottom of the ninth, I think it was that we, we we walked it off. I think it was yeah, right off the either the ninth or the tenth. I don't even remember. Um, but he said it right there. He goes, "Watch this guy loves knuckleballs." And sure enough, very first pitch, boom, hits the left home run left field. Um, as soon as that ball hit, first of all, I everybody just all hears, and everybody just stands up because they're like, no way this is happening right now. No way we came back from this game. It was the longest wait. I'm just waiting. Mind you, I'm a little, uh, what, what, 2003, what am I, thir- uh, 12, 13 years old at that time? Born in 89. So I'm like, uh, you know, 12, 12, 13 years old. I was a little kid, okay? I, uh, I'm not a tall person. I was a little fucking kid. Uh, I couldn't really see. I just saw a ball hit. And, and and it going in that trajectory of, of left field, and it, as you know on, on on TV, it wasn't like you know it was by the foul pole a little bit, but obviously clearly fair. But I'm just saying it was like from that angle, me being that young, I couldn't see. So all I'm doing is I'm just waiting for the reaction, and I'm just looking up. And sure enough, as soon as uh, I see everybody flip out, I'm like, oh my god, we we did it. So leave, uh, leaving that ballpark, forget about it. It, it. it was insane. We took the train to get there, which was the smartest thing we ever did. But still, I mean, that's how crazy. I mean, we were we were. I mean, when I say we were walking out, we were crawling out of that stadium. Okay, crawling. I mean, there was so many people. Remember that stadium? I think even fits more than this stadium does. So I mean, that stadium was packed to the pack. I think people were even outside just to, just to be there when if anything happens, because it was really that packed. Getting to that to that train and then getting in the train and then getting home, it was crazy. It was insane. But anyway, that's what I wanted to end it on with my dad. Um, now, as far as the, uh, I want to get straight into the topic here. I don't want this to be super long. Um, I, I I don't want to go through like a whole off season uh, podcast uh, right off the bat because there's so many things that I could talk about if I went into the whole off season as a whole for one for one episode. So uh, I'm trying to break it up because I, I'll I will go on for hours and hours and hours off this uh, off season. Um, but uh, the off season was um, I think it's good. I think it's good. It could be great, but I'm not worried. Now, I'm going to start it off with 
the very first thing that we did, um, which is we we got our, our uh, we got a trade with James Paxton. Okay, um, it was a trade with Sheffield, uh, Justice Sheffield, that we gave Seattle, uh, which is one of our one of our prospects in the making, uh, along with two other no names um, from the minor leagues. Um, to me. I think that was the best thing. We, that that that's probably if I had to pick one move that was the best move of the off season, I would have to say this clearly by far the winner. And a lot of people don't really understand who this James Paxton is. They they they're kind of underestimating who who we have here um, because I know that they were stuck on that Corey Kluber for a moment. And you know when you compare with names like that, it's it's hard to 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 see what James Paxton really is about. Okay, first of all, um, James Paxton. Okay is a lefty. Now, if you know anything about baseball, first of all, that alone is 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 imp- is impressive because it's it's not easy to find lefty starting pitchers that are even dominant that can get outs. So to have a guy that's a starting pitcher that's a lefty that can get outs and do it very well is a major bonus. Now, I'm going to go here and I'm going to show you a couple of stats that I have here, okay? This is James Paxson right here, okay? Uh, as you can see, he's a lefty, 6'4", okay, tall lefty, kind of has that Andy Pettit feel to him, um, born 1988, so he's, uh, 30 years old, even, um, what was it, November 6th, so yeah, so he'll be 31, I want to say, in November 6th, if I'm, my math is correct, um, obviously from Canada, now, this is his stats, okay, let's, let's look at his, his stats from 2003, first of all, okay, there is not one year. If you look at the CRA, there is not one, not even one year throughout his whole entire career that he even hit a 4.0 ERA. That is impressive, okay? Because even the best pitchers sometimes have those years where they, they'll hit the 4.0. Now, his worst year was right here. 3-4 and four with a 3.90 ERA. Now, how many games did he start? That was only 13 starts. So you can't really blame that on that. Um, he didn't have a lot of starts. When he had, Then you start saying, okay, let's give him more starts. Then you start thinking maybe the ERA will go up a little bit more because he's having more chances. No, it goes down. And if you look at 2017, look at 2017 right here. This is phenomenal. This is phenomenal. 12, on a team like Seattle? Seattle, okay, Seattle was started getting pretty good around that time, okay? Granted, but they weren't nowhere near... First of all, their division is absolute garbage. So in 2017, it, it, look at this ERA. 2.98. That's what high... Right there. That is phenomenal. Okay? 2.98 in 2017. He pitched 136 innings. Um, let me see. What did he have for strike? 156 strikeouts in 136 innings. Do you understand how amazing for a starting pitcher? Okay, now let's get to the last year. 11-6, 3.76 ERA. That's still phenomenal. With a team that fucking had nothing. For the most part, I mean, Cano was, Cano was uh, 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 suspended for most of the year. So they didn't have Cano. So for most of the year, he's pitching on a 3.76 ERA, two complete games. And hey, if you don't remember, he had a no-hitter. This guy pitched a no-hitter last year in May. 
Do you understand that? Because I, 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 I get upset when I hear people saying, like, yeah, James Paxman, we need, you know, that's a big deal. And, you know, I, okay, granted, you know, you want a little bit more. Uh, you want another starting pitcher, but goddamn, James Paxman is a fucking fiend. He's great. 208 strikeouts. 208 strikeouts and 160 innings pitched. He had over 200 strikeouts. I mean, come on. Okay, now you might see, okay, his home runs totals went up a little bit, okay? Granted, it went up more than double last year. Okay, that may be the one negative that you may see out of James Paxson. Okay? But let's let's be honest here. What the hell does it matter if you're pitching to a 3.76 ERA? That's still showing that in, a, in over nine innings, you're giving up just over three runs. As an average, not just every... I'm not saying every game. Remember, this is the, that doesn't mean that every game you're going to give up three runs. That's saying as an average over the innings pitched, over 160 innings pitched, you're going to give every nine innings a three, just over three runs. Okay? Now, mind you, he had Seattle, Seattle's offense to back him on that. Now he's going to go over to the New York fucking Yankees with an offense that's double, if not triple, what the, especially now, more so than ever, uh, what Seattle has for their offense, okay? He's going he, he's gonna to have the offense. He's going to fucking, I, I think with, if he pitches to those numbers with our offense this year, and, and, and I think that's going to be even uh, better than that, um, he's going to easily get 20 wins this year, or at least close, I, I think. Okay, the 20 wins might be a little excessive. I'll say I'll say between sixteen to nineteen wins is going to be my prediction to this year. Okay, now this is what they give here for projections. I never really look at this because they've never. I don't think they've ever been right. Um, but ten and seven, I don't see it being ten and seven. Three point six ERA. I could see the ERA more. So I don't know where they think that he's going to lose seven games with the offense that we have. Uh, with the pitching to a 3.68 ERA. Mind you, uh, let's look real quick at the Yankees' website, okay? Do you see this? With the team we had last year, we still won 100 games. Do you understand that in any other division, okay, in practically any other division, we would be division leaders by multiple games, okay? Even Tampa Bay, this shows you how hard this division is, guys. Tampa Bay was 90 and 72 with that fucking garbage team that they have. Well, now they have a lot of younger guys that are coming up, so I would never sleep on them now for sure. But 90 and 72, that right there would be division leaders in a lot of divisions, okay? And they were in third place. This is a tough division, guys. I know Boston is a piece of shit, and they like to get in the way. Uh, 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 but 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 first of all, that's another topic that I could get to another day. But just to, just to, just a brief summary, very brief. Boston's not going to be a 108 win team next year. You can count on it. I'll put money on it. They're not going to win 108 games next year, guaranteed. It's not happening. Okay. So let's just look at those numbers. Okay. This is phenomenal. Over six year career, he already is a 41 and 26. Uh, uh, 41 wins, 26 losses, okay, with a career ERA of 3.42 on the Seattle Mariners, okay, he's going to the New York Yankees, we have offense here, he started 102 games, he's not a guy, he, he played, look at the last three seasons, he's not that injury prone, 
Okay, he started 30, started 24, started 20. We could deal with that. We could, we could take that. And the guy's 30, 30 years old. He's on his prime of his life right now. This is the prime year. The year that we want to win a World Series, this is his prime year. So guys, what I'm trying to tell you here is you gotta you gotta do research and really look into things, okay? James Paxson's gonna be a great addition for us. Let me just show you real quick. Let me just jump to another page that I have here. Okay, this is the New York Yankees pitching statistics for last year, okay? First of all, if you remember last year, how many starting pitches did we have to bring in because we had nobody doing shit, especially because of this man right here, okay? Sonny Gray, that's what drives me nuts, is that they're trying to say Paxton's going to be 10-7 and after Sonny Gray was 11-9 and with a 4.90 ERA. Are you kidding me? Sonny Gray was 11-9 and with a 4.90 ERA? And you're going to tell me that, that James Paxton is going to be projected at 10-7 and 7 with, with pitching to a, 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 a um, mid-3.0 ERA? Come on, man. No way. Okay, so this is what we had to deal with last year, okay? This is our pitching. We had this. We didn't even have J-Hap till the second half of the year, which, mind you, we'll get into that next episode. Um, or actually a few episodes down. We got a lot to go in between, but... 7-0, and okay? He came in at the end. This is who we had. We had a Her Domingo Herman who pitched for us for, a f for eight starts. Actually, 14 starts. Look at the starts. 14. Okay, this is right here. Look at this, guys. That's what? F over 40 starts that we had. 40 games. That's 40 games. Do you understand that? We won 100 games last year, guys. 100 with guys, we fucking had starting for over 40 games. Uh, almost 40 games. Almost 40 games. I'm, I'm, uh, it's still early for me. Almost 40 games, okay, with guys like Sonny Gray and Domingo Herman starting for us. Okay, that's just two guys. And you're going to, and you're going to, uh, 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 that's 40 games. If we would have won half of those games, just half. We would have we would have won the division. We would have won the division. That's eight more. We only need eight wins. Eight, eight wins, and that's because Boston was fucking no no. Can't take anything away. They were the team to beat last year. Nobody beat them. They were dominant. Okay, they're not going to be that dominant this year. It's not happening. Okay, now you can even go down here. Look, another uh, game starts. Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn. 4.14 ERA. He was counting on to start nine games. So that's right there. Almost 50 games that you had to rely on these three guys. That's why you have to look up stats because it really puts shit in perspective. You even had guys like Luis Sessa. Luis Sessa, who I cannot wait to get for them to get rid of. I can't wait. He had a 5.24 ERA and we counted on him for five starts. He didn't have appeared in 16 games. Okay? These are guys we had to bring up because we had nothing to back us up. Right there, guys? That's where our season is. That's why we did not win a division. That's why we cannot compete with, with teams like the Red Sox. That, right there, those three fucking pitches are the reason why. Okay? Let's see, any other games started? Jordan Montgomery, okay, Jordan Montgomery was, is great. He's going to be phenomenal. He had his, his surgery. I, I didn't even remember he started six games last year. Jesus. Loisaga, okay? 
He started four games, had 5.11 ERA. Now, I know that he looked a lot better in certain starts, so I don't want to be too hard on him. I think over time he's going to be a lot better. Okay, um... Let's, uh, he had four starts. Okay, so uh, let's see. Any other starts? So, yeah, that's it. That's where most of our fucking damage was. Okay, guys? If you look at Lu- uh, Luis, Se- Luis Severino, had a 3.39 ERA, had a phenomenal year. Okay, you want to go on the second half of the season? Whatever. You got to give that to him, man. He's young. He's going to learn from that. And he still was dominant. Okay? He fucking practically did amazing in the wild card for for. for, for time when we thought you know after last year we were pretty nervous to have him starting uh i think he proved himself that even with a bad second half that he's able to still be counted on for big games okay over the stretch he's gonna be great okay he's too good and look at that age 24 okay tanaka was actually really good for us last year okay 3.75 era he started remember you have to also give him credit for starting those 27 games Okay, those 27 games, if he got hurt or he couldn't or he did terrible, we would have had to rely on more guys like Herman for more games. Okay, we would have barely even made it to the wild card. If, if, that's why you got to piece these things together. Imagine if Tanaka had half of those starts be terrible or he was hurt. Okay, bang, Herman takes over. Or, 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 or Luis Sessa takes over. You don't want that. Okay, so now we got a guy like James Paxson coming in. That's going to take... Sonny Gray, guess what? He's gone. Domingo Herman, he may come in if he wants to throw some relief. Or got, hopefully nobody gets hurt. But that's probably the only time he's going to come in. And we have guys that, like James Paxson, he started 28 games last year. So that's going to take care of that. So now look at this lineup. Look at the lineup we're going to have now. Severino, Tanaka, Sebastia started 29 starts. Had a 3.65 ERA. The fucking old CC Sabathia that I love so much. That son of a bitch. I love him. I fucking love him. I fucking love CC. I fucking love the guy. I've never had a pitcher that I love so much like CC because that fucking guy, not only is he older and he pitches his ass off, but he fucking, when, when other teams want to fuck with us, he doesn't give a shit about pay, as you know, and he will make sure that he sends a message. He doesn't, and that, that to me, you cannot talk about anything more than being a true Yankee like that. That's how you back your team up, uh, teammate up. Okay, I love CC, And he got so much shit last year from a lot of Yankee fans, and you should be ashamed if you were one of those guys. Okay, the reason why I say that, look at this. They had to count on him. There's a reason why his rank is three. They had to count on him to be the number three starter because nobody else was doing shit. He's not a three starter. He's an older guy. He is a fifth starter. Okay, and they, they, they counted on him. Hey, be our number three starter so we can get to the wild card. We barely, uh, we won 100 games. Another reason... Sorry, I had a cough. But, um, CC, 29 games started. Okay, with a 3.65 ERA for a guy that's almost 40 years old. He had a better ERA than fucking Tanaka. And he started 29 games. Imagine, again, a guy, once again, this is a guy that's almost 40 years old. Did not get hurt. Okay, you guys want to keep saying, oh... Fucking CeCe, da, 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 da. I had so many people saying so many negative things about CeCe last year. I'm like, dude, are you guys watching? 
3.65 ERA, man, for a guy that's supposed to be our fifth starter, having to fucking put the team on his back to play third starter. And he, you know what he did? He said, give me that fucking ball. I'll start 29 games and still give you 3.65 ERA. That's what he did. And you know what else he said? That $500,000 bonus? Go fuck yourself for that $500,000. Nobody's throwing at my catcher. Okay? 29 games started for CC. Now, we have guys like Jay Happ that we just signed. I'm going to get into this more deeper in another episode. Jay Happ we just signed. 11 games started. Gave us 7-0. and Okay? He pitched all year last year. Guess what, Sonny Gray? You're not there anymore. So you know what we just added? We added this. We added this. A guy that has the potential to pitch a 2.98 ERA. Okay? That even if he doesn't pitch 2.98, he doesn't have to. He could be a 3.2 for all I care. A 3.3. 3.4. Okay, it's still better than what the hell we had to rely on last year just to be able to win 100 games. And we still won 100 games. We still won 100 games. Do you understand that we still won 100 games with that last year? That should show how our offense is too. But we won 100 games last year. We would have been division leaders in, in 90% of the other fucking divisions. Okay? And now we have Boston that's not going to be... Matter of fact, if you want me to be real, I'm almost a little bit more afraid. Not saying that... I still don't think Tampa's going to be above Boston in the, um, in, 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 in the division. But I think that people are sleeping on Tampa. And, and I wouldn't be surprised. Tampa's going to be coming out hard. They're going to be coming out hard this year. Um... But what I'm trying to say, Boston is not going to be anywhere near that. They're just not. I'm sorry. They're not going to win 108 games. Do I think they're maybe win 85 to 90? Maybe. Uh, I definitely think they'll break, they'll break the 80 mark. Do I think they'll break 90? If they do, by a game or two at most, if that. Okay, that's what I think. Yankees, I don't want to predict because we, we, we did 100 wins last year with the team we have, with, with, with what I just showed you, and now we're getting... Just, just, and that's just talking about one player, guys. Like I said, I have more, more episodes. We're going to be talking about all the players that the Yankees did during this offseason. So that's with just doing that one move. One. Move number one. Numero uno. Okay? They did more after that. That's one move. One. And we just, we just took care of that big problem of Sonny Gray and Herman pitching all those fucking games. So, when you guys say, oh, did the Yankees do enough? They fucking did enough just doing the first move. They did one move and they did enough. We are, we are statistically, we are a better team with just that one move already, by far, than last year. So everything after that is bonus. Okay? And, mind you, I'll just point this in. We got T.C. Sabathia again for another year, which I think was a great move. And I heard a lot of people saying that, too. Oh, if the Yankees uh, got C.C. Sabathia and re-signed them, oh, we're, they don't care. They're not going to go for another starter. We don't need C.C. We need another guy. Now, we need another... I, I, I'll agree with you on at some point that we would be nice to have another guy. But like I just showed you, C.C. is a fucking workhorse. Okay? And give the fucking guy some fucking loyalty, for Christ's sake. He just fuck And granted, he got his 500 back. But I don't think he knew that that was going to happen. Not at that moment. Not in that moment in that game. And that moment in that game, he says, Give me the fucking ball, Rothschild. Give me the fucking ball. Let me go out there and let me show them why they don't fuck with our catcher, Austin Romine. 
Okay? And like he's talked about, if you ever watched his podcast, Austin Romine has had history of concussion. That's why I pissed him off. He says, you, don't, you want to throw at somebody? There's ways to do it. You don't fucking throw at my catcher's head. Especially Austin Romine. That's, a, that's one of his best buddies. They're really good friends. And uh, Austin Romine had concussion issues. And that's why uh, when that ball was thrown at Austin Romine, he looked really clouded for that moment. He was like, whoa, he, he got scared because he, he doesn't want to have that again. So, CeCe, we just signed CeCe for fucking, what, $8 million? For one more year, he's going to retire? Great! I'll take that to be our fifth starter. Oh, dude, got a guy that... <clears throat> oh, my God. A guy that had a, a, a 3.65 ERA? To be our fifth starter? Are you kidding me? You don't want that as a fifth starter? That pitched 30 games? You gotta be crazy. You just gotta be crazy if you don't want that. You know how many teams would wish they had that as their third starter? A guy that throws 30 games and, and pitches it to a 3.65 ERA? I mean, come on, guys. Give the guy some credit. We did great things just off of those two moves alone. Just getting James Paxson and getting CeCe Sabathia for another year. Phenomenal. Phenomenal fucking move. Best thing they could have ever done. That's probably the best move of the fucking offseason. If you want me to be quite honest. Best. Anyway. That might wrap it up here. Um, I thank everybody for listening to the very first official Yankees Passion Podcast. This is a, a, a sample of how it's going to be. And mind you, there's, there, the baseball hasn't even started. Um, wait till the goddamn games start. Oh my god. You want to talk about me going? I, I'm gonna. I, I, I analyze the shit out of that game. I mean, by pitch by pitch, I watch everything, okay? Because I'm not one of those people that think baseball is boring. Because I actually understand the game, and if you understand the game, it's not boring. I don't know why I have to specify that to a lot of people. That's another little angry rant. I'll get on to end the shit. This is what the type of shit that gets in my head. People that say that baseball is boring, please, if you don't like it, stop watching the game. Don't watch it, please, be, because you drive me absolutely fucking insane, okay? You want to see action and da 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 Get the fuck out, because if you understand that every, not only every pitch, in between pitches, there's action. A true baseball fan's going to understand that, okay? There's true action, Okay, there's, uh, you got, you got psych, uh, remember, baseball is mentality, you have to have that mentality of a baseball player to understand uh, uh, what a pitcher's thinking, what a batter's thinking at that moment, after what he just threw, what he's about to throw, what he threw to the last guy, what he threw, what he's used to throwing uh, in, in these counts, what he has a history of throwing more, more of a percentage of, okay, it goes so deep, it's not just let me throw the ball and see if you can hit it, that's what people that don't understand baseball say. There's none of that going on in baseball. None. Everything is fucking to the T. There's a reason why now with analytics, everything is changing as far as, as shifts and stuff because people are understanding that baseball is not easy. Do you understand that if you have a 300 batting average, that means that you are a fucking Hall of Fame. If you have a career 300 and above, you are almost, if not definite, considered a Hall of Fame quality player. Okay, and if you know what a 300 average means, that means that you hit, get, not, not, not that you hit the ball, not that you make contact, 
okay? But that you get a base hit or or, or you get you, you get on base safely because that, that doesn't include walks. So that just means that you get a base hit and you still manage to, to, to get out seven out of ten times. Seven. And you're a Hall of Famer. Do you get that? You're a Hall of Famer. Baseball's not meant to be easy, guys. If you want easy, go watch something else. I don't know what to tell you. Don't come and watch baseball, because that's not what baseball's about. It's not easy. If, if it was fucking that easy, and if it was that boring, everybody would be doing it. Okay? It's not easy. There's a reason why baseball has the longest spring training, or, or preseason, or whatever you want to call it, than any other sport. There's a reason for that. Because it's not easy. Guys need multiple at-bats. Pitchers need multiple innings pitched. Okay? Before they start getting in a rhythm to where they really have command and start getting that, 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 that spin rate down on their, on their curve balls and breaking balls. And batters really got to get those, uh, those, those at-bats to be able to start seeing the spin of the ball well. And, 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 and no pitchers more. I mean, baseball is a complex sport. It's not meant to be easy. It's not meant to be quick. And uh, all these fucking time constraints. Fuck you. I wish baseball was longer. All right? You want to talk about, oh, baseball's too long. I don't have the patience to sit there for three hours and watch a baseball game. Well, get the fuck out! Because I do. Matter of fact, I want to sit there and watch it for five hours. I love when the game goes, extra innings, I'm in. Let's fucking go. Let's watch it. I'm telling you. It drives me insane when I hear things like that. It really does. I don't talk shit about other sports that I don't understand. Because I know it's not the sport it's that I don't understand. Okay? I like soccer. I've watched World Cup. It's enjoyable. Not as enjoyable as other sports. But I, I, I'm, I'm intelligent enough to understand that it's because I have a lack of understanding for the sport as much as I do for other sports. I don't understand soccer as uh, technically uh, and, and, and even rules as far as I do with other sports. So that's probably why I don't like it. Because I don't fucking know what's going on half the time. You gotta be mature about the situation, guys. If you don't like fucking baseball, don't fucking watch it. Please, do me the fucking favor. <sighs> anyway. I'm gonna end it on that. Because I need to go calm down. Anyway. Thank you guys so much. Seriously, I really want to make this go big. Um, this is the first official Yankees Passion Podcast. This is just a taste of what it's going to be like. This is episode number one, guys. <laughs> we got a lot more coming, I'm telling you. Uh, this is episode one of many. Um, and, I just, and, and all we did was go over the Paxton trade for the most part and, 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 and how that benefited us. And, and even with CeCe's signing for another year. So get ready. Next episode uh, tomorrow... I'm probably going to... What's going to be next? I don't even... I have to see what move they did next because I want to go in order to, to, to kind of bring up to the season. So I have to see exactly what moves they did in order uh, after CC. But I'll look into it. Maybe we'll get into the whole Manny Machado and Bryce Harper and and, and free agent type stuff next. Uh, next, I don't know. I kind of want to wait on that because there's a lot that I can go into with that. It gets deep. It gets real deep, guys. Um... Anyway, thanks again for watching. I do appreciate it. Stay tuned. Yankees passion. We got it this year, I hope. Uh, we'll see what happens, guys. But um, stay tuned, and I'll see you for 
the next episode of Yankees Passion Podcast. Y'all been great, and uh, I will see y'all later. Peace!